has good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through the offensive line, being the double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, it's about football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Blue It Splits. Uh, today, we are going to get, or I am going to get into Jets' new running back, fourth-round pick, Michael Carter. Um, and then after that, I'm going to be doing some Elijah Vera Tucker. Uh, and then we're going to wrap up some more of the draft class. Sherwood, Michael Carter II, uh, Panak, Nazaruddin. Still got Rankins to do and Curry and uh, LaMarcus Joyner. Um, Keelan Cole, Zach Wilson, two parts. We have a ton coming your way. So, uh, for a lot of places, this is the dead time, uh, not for Jets X Factor. Also, an awesome annou- announcement that I want to uh, discuss really quickly and just read Robbie Sabos' tweet directly from him. Um, the Underdog Jets podcast uh, with Wayne Kerbet and Robbie Samo, uh, Sabo is coming to all major podcasting platforms soon from the current New York Jets. The nostalgic stories from Kerbet's perspective. This series is a can't miss for fans. Um, the second tweet says we'll hit on uh, the current Jets, of course, but we'll also walk through a, t- a timeline of Kerbet's playing career, starting with summer of 1995. Why did certain things go down the way they did? So um, it's going to be a pretty frequent podcast. I'm not going to give out exact details yet. So I'm not sure if I'm necessarily supposed to, but it's going to be a frequent podcast. Um, between Sabo and Kerbet uh, that is hosted on the Believes uh, Podcast Network, I think it, I think it's called. Um, but you're going to be able to get it through the Jets X Factor website. You're going to be able to get it through uh, the Jets X, X Factor YouTube, which you, some of you may be watching on now. Um, I know a lot of people watch it on the Vimeo uh, through the site, so you get the whole video instead of having to click through both. Um, it's obviously awesome that we're going to be working with Wayne Corbett and maybe some other players in the future um, who Wayne was involved in. Uh, and then maybe, just maybe, we'll have some side projects with, uh, with, with Wayne, which will be pretty cool. We'll see. You, know, you, never, you never know what could happen there. Uh, so that should be fun. Um, definitely look out for that and subscribe to that. I think the first episode should be coming out in the next week or two. Uh, so we have that coming. We have Nani with all of his numbers. He just put like a bless Austin article. He just puts me out on, uh, I believe Gadry. I know he just puts me out on, um, uh, Bryce Huff as well. Something on Quentin Williams, uh, Oklahoma drill podcast, literally just came out another podcast, subscribe to that. Um, so we have plenty of stuff to, uh, to come with just x Factor next couple of months so um it's not a dead time we have so much freaking film to watch so um with that we're getting into michael carter again i will get into his strengths and weaknesses at the end uh which will be sub- for subscribers if you haven't checked out the elijah moore one that came out about a week ago um that entire article is free where i do a write-up of him the jet situation what fans were thinking what i was thinking at the time of the pick wrote a whole you know, a couple paragraph article on that, which I don't really do a lot. So check that out. And then also in that article, I break down about 10 plays in article form. And then I also give a list, a list of full strengths and weaknesses. So 
Um, if you don't want to read the article and you just want the full list of strengths and weaknesses that I have, go copy, paste them, put them into your notes so you can have them and, and think about them and whatever. Maybe you see them and you disagree and you don't, you know, whatever. But um, you can go get that full list of strengths and weaknesses of if you are just watching the YouTube, you're not a subscriber. But again, um, with a lot of the stuff coming, with these videos coming, with breakdowns coming, um, with Wayne Corbett maybe working with the site a little bit, maybe. Um, there's going to be some stuff that might be behind the paywall. Uh, again, $5 a month, $50 a year. So it's, it's uh, you know, about $2 uh, or, or $10 less expensive than if we were just pay monthly. $50 a year uh, is not a lot of money um, for your life. I think the content you're getting. Um, so make sure to subscribe. If not, it is what it is. But let's get to Michael Carter. Uh going over kind of his, not his stats, but 22 years old, 5'9", 200 pounds. The games, the games I watched all were from 2020. I watched Syracuse, Boston College, Virginia Tech, Florida State University, uh, NC State, Virginia, Duke, Wake Forest, Notre Dame, and uh, Miami of Florida. Um, this should be getting released on Wednesday. And again, Elijah Vera Tucker should be, I should be releasing an episode or two every single week. Also with that, uh, today is the 18th, 19th. I'm terrible with the date because especially working midnights, but, um, the first Monday of, of, of next month, again, I will be live with Kyle Smith talking, uh, you know, some of the drafts, some of the roster, some of the roster breakdown, not really a ton of, of, of the draft anymore, but how they fit into the roster. What are the breakdowns of position groups? What are the biggest battles? We'll be talking some of that stuff. And then later on in the off season, uh, obviously I'll be doing some stuff with Sabo and Nanya, um, in terms of the live streams and we'll be doing, you know, 53 man roster predictions or 55. I'm not sure. I forget what it is this year. It might be 55. Uh, we'll rank the Jets top 25 players on the roster. We'll do some fun, uh, like superlative stuff as well to keep it, uh, kind of light because there's going to be a ton of film, like I said, coming at you. Um, so you, wanna, you do want to break it up at least a little bit. I know there's some people who probably don't watch the film at all and just listen to the live stream, but, um, Let's get into Michael Carter. I have, let's see, I think I have about 48 plays of him. So it's about the same length as the Elijah Moore, 49. Uh, running back, so you could be doing a little bit quicker because some of it is is relatively simple. Um, first run of the season for Carter. Let's look at it. Loaded his very first play of the season, our first run at least. Um, overall, like just, just based, and, and again, like when I'm watching a guy – whether it be running back, left guard, wide receiver, um, wide receiver, you notice a little bit more. Um, you tend to like laser focus on those guys. Uh, but overall, I could tell you that Howell and the quarterback from Ole Miss, like these are some of the top rated guys in next year's draft. Obviously, they could take a whole a huge leap in their in their next season prior to the 2022 NFL draft. Neither of these quarterbacks I was overly impressed with, to be completely honest. But that's just a little side note. Um, Counter OF, where you have the we have the uh, the backside guard and the the H back, the wing back, um, pulling. Again, relatively simple for for him. Uh, I do like the fact that he that he presses up field first. Um, you don't want to necessarily bounce this quickly because if he is to bounce this quickly, he's going to widen. He's going to make a tackle. He's going to make it more difficult for himself. So you want to press as your blocks are setting in because maybe he kicks him out and you want to read the leverage of this guy. So um, it, he feels it's a little bit tight. And obviously you have the uh, the tight end who gets outside, the H-back who gets outside. So good job pressing, holding this linebacker, getting outside um, by Michael Carter. 
in terms of like, and I'll go, I'll go over the strengths and weaknesses. He definitely has good natural leverage because of his height, 5'8", uh, good natural short strides because of his height, again, shorter legs. Um, he does have a, I would say, underrated power overall in his game. Um, and a lot of people talk about it. You could tell his, his trunk is thick from his waist down. He's, he's a pretty thick dude, so he's empowering those legs. Um, good cut outside. Obviously, now just, a, just a, you see some contact balance. Um, stutter step right there, which, which makes that the, uh, the defensive back break down a little bit. Pull the ball away from him. Slight stiff arm. You can't really tell where it landed. Um, breaks that tackle again. Contact balance. More of an arm tackle. Feels another tackler coming. I like the fact that he really lessens this left leg and kind of jumps away again you want to lessen on it so your so your weight's not on that leg when your weight's on it that means a lot of your balance is on that leg if that leg gets taken out you go down to the ground so you want to lessen it you want to high knee it um you can see he high knees it and pulls it away um to lessen that load um i like the fact that he sticks his forearms out to act as that shock absorber so now you're not really absorbing that contact from um <clears throat> from his initial blow to your legs which which would deem you to be more off balance. You absorb it more through your forms, which acts as like shock, shock absorber. And it's not going to make you as off balance. I like that. He sticks his forearms out there, breaks that tackle. Um, and then continues on until about the, what, the five yard line, three yard line. He almost actually gets in. I think it's actually a, a two or one, but he doesn't get in because he steps out like, right. I guess they have him out like right there. Um, so it's, it's just short of the goal line right there. Um, so good first run of the season. Obviously that's literally the first one I watched. It's like, okay, that's a good start. Um, Michael Carter. Um, next play, he's going to run a wheel out of the backfield right here. Or actually, he runs a flat. And I don't know if they gave him the option to, to, to turn a flat into a wheel um, necessarily at North Carolina. But there were times definitely where he breaks into the flat, whether it be just on a flat, a swing, a bench, whatever it is. Um, and he notices he's, he's covered or there's a guy over the top and he just turns it into a wheel. So I'm not sure if it's an option or if that was just something that he naturally did. Um, but you did see that quite frequently with Michael Carter. So um, you're going to see him here uh, break into the flat. He's going to notice that he's, that he's covered. You can see him check right here. Check that he's covered. Eyes are on the quarterback. He's breaking towards the sideline. Now Michael Carter um, has the advantage of his eyes not being on him. And he breaks on the wheel. Now, if the quarterback was looking that way, obviously he's not. He was looking at the at the what is the like the mesh sit right here, or just a mesh uh, mesh over whatever. I don't know if he's supposed to sit. Regardless, it's a mesh concept. Um, he's not looking at Carter. If he were to, obviously Carter is wide open right now. This guy is about to fall on his face, and Carter is streaking for what could have been an easy touchdown. So, um, one, you love the fact that the route adjustments there, and then two, something that I like even more than that because you know. Um, that's great and all maybe doesn't work in the NFL. You know, I'm just, again, not necessarily nitpicking. I'm just saying in general, general, I'm speaking generalities. Um, but I love the effort here. Again, he's not targeted. There's some players who maybe be a little bit lackluster right here. I wasn't targeted. I was wide open, get a little bit pissed off, drop their helmet. Um, Mike Carter notices he doesn't get the ball. Notices that the one drag route from the opposite side of the field um, has the ball. What does he do? Now he's going to drop his shoulder and throw a block on a defensive back. Um, I, absolutely love that effort i love that mindset okay he didn't get the ball now let me look to get back in this play and make an impact uh cannot speak highly of highly enough of that play that that means a lot to me on film seeing that type of stuff it really does um next play quarter outside zone <clears throat> um this gun you're gonna see a lot of gun set especially in college you're gonna see a lot of them being split back uh, you don't really see a ton of like i form single back type stuff um generally so Just correct reads. Let's see. 
again, patient runner, short strides. You can see how shorter strides are allowing him to break it either way. Um, he's reading the outside in. Um, so he's going to be reading number 93 right here and why uh, 93 is, is widening, but Carter is going to feel and see some of this interior pressure coming. So he doesn't really want to break it back inside. Um, so he continues to widen, continues to widen, um, trust his tackle to, to hold or his, uh, guard to hold that block, which he does. And then he just going to use his speed to get outside of it. Um, again, good job noticing the interior pressure. Some guys would cut this up and, and get tackled right here, um, and not have that peripheral vision that Carter does. So good job with that. Um, balls nice high and tight upfield obviously now he evaluates uh, as he pushes upfield again just playing angles it's a, it's a feel thing it's also reading hips um, he's coming over the top his hips are outside where do you want to cut you don't want to cut outside of him because that's where he's going you want to cut underneath of him if you obviously are afforded the room to do so um, drops his hips power leans into the break in step, you see some ankle flexion right there, some flexibility. The ankle's a little bit bent. Uh, you like to see that. Breaks inside, um, and then continues on for another you know, 10, 15-plus yards right there. Um, another good run from Carter. Uh, let's see. Set run, run lane, meh. Yeah, there's something that um, I read about and I also saw it was that he, his, he, he does have an average type feel for the run lane. Um, where there are times that where he might not necessarily feel it in terms of how much room he has to either side of him, where he might stay in the middle, stay too far left, stay, stay too far right, um, and have to break some arm tackles that he wouldn't necessarily have to do if he just had a better um, path in, into that hole. Um, there are some better examples of it. I'm not sure if this one's the best example of it, but, um, again, another, another inside, you know, tight zone, a lot of zone from North Carolina. They also ran a lot of, uh, a lot of gap type plays too. So he's a good mixture of, of both. Um, but again, takes the hands off, evaluates, um, the nose tackle and the, and the, uh, the mic backer right here. What does he say? This helmet outside, um, and you're going to have 63 climbing. So the gap is going to be um, right here through these guys. Um, but good job pressing up field, feeling it. You can see that he doesn't want to, <clears throat> he doesn't want to hit it too early, even though he's reading leverages. Um, and, he, and he might want to hit this. He wants to read this, this linebacker still. So he knows he has inside leverage here. So now he's going to wait for this linebacker to declare um, inside or outside of number 63. Um, and he presses up towards him to, to make him declare. Obviously, he doesn't want to press either gap too early. He wants to stay on his ass to make the linebacker choose the whole form. If he was to press this gap, obviously, he gets over the top. Now, now it gets muddy. Press it, you know, here, obviously, now he's outside. It gets muddy. So you want to press up towards the ass of number 63 um, and make the linebacker choose where, where you're going. So the linebacker chooses outside. Helmet inside. Helmet inside. He's going he's gonna to hit that, that uh, this backside A gap. And now again, there are some times where um, just just with the feel of the run lane in terms of this helmet being inside, this helmet being inside, um, where he presses too close to guys, he presses too close to this uh, to the D tackle right here, and gets you know obviously runs right into the arm tackle. We like to see him just kind of split this evenly. Um, and again, this is nitpicky, but it does matter in the NFL. I just, in in my opinion, right here, he's a little he he presses a little bit too close um, 
to the defensive tackle is able to shed and get his arms out there. So I just want to see him stay a little bit more, a little bit more balanced in between this, uh, this, this hole again, nitpicking for sure. doesn't matter at the NFL level level. Yes, it does. Does it matter as much in college? No, it does not. But we're, we're projecting to the NFL. Uh, I love this play from Carter um, just in terms of a screen um, right here, a little slip screen and catches the ball. Obviously nothing, nothing fancy here. Um, knows just based on, you know, him breaking outside and reading the defense, there's a ton of defenders out, out wider here. So he wants to break it back inside, breaks it back inside. Again, blocker, guy over the top, cut underneath of it, makes the right decision. That's pretty basic. Um, again, I, but I love this move, how he stacks moves right here. Cut inside, cut outside. And it just, and it's just this really quick movement. One, two that uh fakes out number six right here. It's just a really nice, uh, like stacked juke. One, two beats him. I love it. And then he goes and he punches through that arm again. Um, just, just to clear it. Whereas again, if he's to get that arm on Carter, like he does now he's punching through it and his arm wipes down on it. Whereas if he wasn't to do that, maybe he's able to, to, to grip him. Maybe he's able to snow him down, but because he chops down on that, like punches through it, um, he lessens the time that the hand is on him and he's able to, to recover with that hand and maybe pull himself in to make that tackle. So, um, just really love this juke and just feeling of that, of that lane. And he continues on for another, you know, three, eight, 13, almost 18 yards. Uh, I don't know if, I don't know if, I don't think he gets the touch. No, he doesn't get the touch right there again, really, really close, but he doesn't get it. Um, <clears throat> but really nice play. Running with another question mark. Uh, this was the game, the first game I was super impressed. I would say that this is probably his worst game that I watched against Boston College. Um, again, right here in the backfield, the split back. Um, again, nitpicky. You have um, another another inside zone. And... In terms of the run lane feel, kind of reading your blocks, I, I would like to see him press towards number seventy-three a little bit more, a little bit more right here. Um, and he gets a like he gets applauded for his vision, which I think is overall pretty good. There are definitely inconsistencies though, especially closer towards the line of scrimmage that he is. He definitely um, is not as good as some people hype him up to be um, in terms of that. But then there's also stuff where I think he's better, like in terms of his power that some people don't, don't necessarily realize with Carter. So um, I'm not always going to be on the same track with anybody. I, I don't think um, you don't want necessarily want to just always agree with the consensus, but you have the, uh, the high leg, the post, the high leg um, ricochet block right there, climb up to the linebacker. Now inside leverage and in terms of him reading his gap, uh, I would like to see him field it or, or feel this or see this in his peripheral. You have a hat right here. So if anything, you want to press to 73 and really get on his ass. I know last rep I said not to do that, but here when you have a guy um, who has that inside leverage on the gap you're about to hit on the, on the offensive lineman, you, you definitely want to, to bank on 73, um, widen this guy out. And you really want to just basically rub off of his hip right here. Um, and he kind of leans right into that, into that tackle. Um, again, would he have gotten tackled anyway if he was to be a little bit more far outsider here? Uh, most likely, but <clears throat> it greatens his chances in terms of um, getting through that getting through that gap. Again, minuscule stuff. It's stuff, like, it's stuff I noted in weaknesses, so I do want to show it. I don't want to just say it. Just just 
put it there to put it there without showing it um, for the most part. Um, pickup stunt. You're going to have a, uh, I think it's a TE stunt right here. Yeah, TE stunt. Again, for the for the guy who was asking, uh, I think it was Shadow. You should be watching this. He was asking a lot of questions about filming. He wants to get more into it, so you should be watching this. Um, especially this is pro still probably the free portion um, of the show, which again, if you are new, you know, uh, you're getting only about a third or fourth of each video. We go a lot more um, into these guys watching it. So you're only getting a fourth of what you could. So again, splits his, splits his, his offensive lineman is reading, um, you know, the defensive lineman seeing who he might have to block. Obviously they run this T stunt where he's going to rush up field to try to occupy the left tackle. He's going to occupy numbers, uh, 63, ideally, you, you're taught to like rip, rip through the through the elbow and carry him in to the left tackle, which effectively picks him. And now you just dragged him to his left, and now he's going to press a field to distract and then loop inside to the a gap. That's that's the idea of of this stunt. That's what they want to do. Um, that is what happens. Sixty three um, overcommits. He should he should trust his left tackle more. He should drop his post and take on um, the looper. Um, he does not notice his stunt. Michael Carter does so michael carter if he did not make this play if he was distracted whatever it may be um this could have been a sack or at least a hit on on the quarterback so um good job reading it shuffle inside another another little side note that i really like about this play is you can see that carter's feet are balanced he's low um he has good knee bend and his feet never cross feet never cross feet never cross and what that does is um it allows you to absorb that contact where if your feet are crossed and you're getting blown backwards now what are you going to do you're going to trip over yourself so um when you're shuffling inside like that one it shows that lateral mobility that he has and two it just shows a good uh, awareness of uh, a good awareness i guess technique of him um just being balanced um and being able to absorb the block again as the as he feels the block coming in what does he do lowers gets his hands inside working off his insteps, which again, um, I'll show you a good example later of what I mean with insteps, like almost breaking your leg to have to break um, past that instep. I'll, I bring that up a lot, and there's a really good example of it later with, with Carter in terms of cutting. You should bring up with offensive linemen, but it's important for receivers. It's important for uh, re really every position, to be honest. T-steps, quarter steps, it, it, it's important for every position. Um, so good timing, insteps. Punch, rolls his power through and up, up through him. You're going to see him roll his hips. Roll his hips up and through. Roll the hips. Now again, good block. Just just save this quarterback a, a hit, a sack, whatever it may be. So gotta like that. Um, this is one of my biggest issues with Carter. Um, some of the inconsistent vision, again, it's it's minuscule. He does have overall good vision, but it's just not elite. Um, and then one of my problems with him is uh, or one of my biggest problems is when guys feel quickly he's not as good on that first level of making guys miss. That's, that's from what I've seen. So like, and this is kind of an obvious statement. It almost sounds stupid, but he's a, he's a, he's a running back to me. And I think he could be a lower tier one, um, maybe even a mid tier one. Like I think he could be a number one back, especially in the system, which made guys like Breda and most are really good running backs. I think he could be a one, um, but he's not a running back who's going to create a ton without good offensive line, which pretty much goes to say with all running backs. But there are, the, you know, there there are the Zeeks, and, and you could bring up stats about how they struggled more that offensive lineman. But like the Zeeks and the Kamaras and the Barclays of the world, who might be able to create a little bit more um, with a bad offensive line, um, where Carter really needs a good one because again, his his sometimes he lacks creativity on that first level to me. 
Um, and you're going to see that right here. Um, just another like inside zone. And ideally like, like in, in the perfect world, um, this, this center doesn't overcommit to that, to, to blocking back to, uh, um, on that combo. And, and, and he just plays long, you know, throws out his arm, kind of hand checks them, uh, uh, hand checks the D tackle, whatever, whatever alignment he was, and then climbs up to the second level. That's not what happens. Um, and in a perfect world, your running back has a wide open lane. But if you were to pull 10 coaches, 10 out of 10 coaches would say on this running play, you're going to get a one-on-one -on -one with a linebacker um, in a pretty big space. Would you take that? Um, and 10 out of 10 of those coaches would say yes. And they'd expect their running back to break at least one tackle. That's, that's what you want. That's what you're pretty much scheming for. Uh, you're running back to break that one tackle. Now, again, center over commits. He sees number 14 in a pretty big hole right here. Um, he closes ground. I like the short strides. And he just kind of tries to jump cut outside of him and gets tackled. Um, there's no real like true breakdown, a, a crossover, a head fake shifting the hips. Like if he, if he were to, to close his ground because this guy uh, closes the ground and lunges, you know, if, if he was to close ground, give him a fake outside and then go inside or inside and then go outside, maybe he could break this tackle, but um, he tends to just kind of close ground and trying to jump, jump cut or use speed around him. So again, in situations like this, like, could you, could you argue, oh, well, the, the linebacker played it really, really well. Fine, but the linebackers in the NFL are even bet, bigger, stronger, faster, and are even play with better technique because um, the linebacker does play that relatively well. Um, but still, there are there's some just lack of creativity on the first level versus guys who fill quickly. Um, and it's something I see. So, got to put it in here. I can't just blow up everybody who they draft. I like Carter, definitely. Fourth round pick, easily. I think he'd be number one. And for a fourth round guy being number one, that, that's fantastic. But um, I do have to be fair. So what is this? Another block. Um, and he might, he's not necessarily the biggest. And that's a question with him going to the next level. Is he big enough to handle these blocks um, versus 230 pound linebackers? Um, now, obviously linebackers are getting smaller in today's NFL. So it does benefit him. It's not like he has guys like, you know, necessarily, you know, Neville Hewitt's of the world and Bart Scott's and, and Avery Williamson's and, and David Harris of the world. Those guys are a little bit more rare compared to the Devin whites and uh, Deion Jones and um, et cetera of the world. Um, so it does benefit him, but you do have the question just a little bit of his size for some of these bigger linebackers. But again, um, you have, it looks like, a um a uh three jet protection where they're where they're where they're sh uh, shuffling to the strong side and you have the um which is generally a six-man protection where you're going to have uh in terms of in terms of three jet um the offensive line slide to the uh strong side of the defense um two jets the weak side he's left on an island because obviously everybody can't slide and then he's going to evaluate inside out um right here Steps and sides, evaluates inside out. Little game right here between uh, they switch gaps. Again, just tries to pull this, this the tackle interior defense line, just tries to pull him in 14 loops inside, um, which is now picked up by Carter. Carter sees that. Again, feet square, squares up the linebacker, low, in steps, picks up the block. You see some grip strength right here and just stays with the block. So he's a really willing blocker. His natural. Um, his natural low center of gravity helps. Um, so good job right there um, on that protection, picking up that linebacker. It's something that's important. So there's a reason a lot of coaches talk about, you know, their, their running backs not seeing the field in year one or two because they don't understand protections. And it's going to be a little more complicated in the NFL. Um, but overall, he does show the willingness. He shows the ability. He shows the technique. 
um, to, to do it. So that's definitely a positive for him. Um, next play right here. Again, a lot of gun sets. I'm not going to go crazy into all that stuff. I'm going to just focus on what's important uh, for the most part. So unless I get into stupid shit, which I do sometimes. Um, another counter OF. Again, another gap play. Patient. You got to be really patient. Um, you got to like, I, I, a lot of people talk about like, patience for in zone versus gap. Like, gap, you might have to hit your hole a little bit faster. And it's designed. So, you want guys who are really like, explosive through holes. But you also you have to be really patient in both gap and in, and in zone. So, people talk about like, patience in one or the other. I don't really think there's a huge difference in terms of patience. So you got to be patient as a running back in, in general. Um, maybe sometimes more in gap because gaps, it might, it might take a little bit longer to, uh, to to kind of uh, unfold your your blocks, where in zone you might press holes a little bit sooner and have to make a quicker decision. But overall, you, patience is key in, in any scheme for a running back. So uh, patience right here, presses inside. Obviously, he knows that just in terms of blocking scheme, these guys are going to be blocking down into the linebackers. So this defensive end is going to be come on block. So he's going to have to he can't press outside too quick and then and then kind of meet this guy at the. Uh, at the contact point between him and the pulling uh, offensive guard. So presses up field, reads his blocks. Now, super, super patient in terms of his footwork. He has two ways to go right here. He can cut right right through here where my, where my uh, cursor is going. Obviously, there's an unblocked uh, defender right there. So he's going to cut outside. Um, good job in terms of his footwork. Again, staying patient, stacking cuts, cut cut really important you can see how flexible his hips are um you just tell right there it's really it's, that's nice um and when you're cutting either left or right you have to open that foot to allow your hips to work over top of it. if his foot if his foot is straight his hips aren't going to be able to work over it it's going to be more of a um it's not going to be as smooth as a cut and it's not going to be as sharp as a cut so good job opening his foot right there cuts outside following his blocks does he get the touchdown Yep. Contact balance. So one tackle, two tackles, three tackles, and is able to keep his balance right here. As you can see, you see how low he is to the ground. So really good balance, really good power and legs right there. The power that's the, the, the force that's generated from his right leg right here is pretty absurd to, to absorb all these tackles and to stay be able to stay up and then explode for uh, force. That's explosive power on his right leg dives out, reaches for the touchdown. I don't know if he gets it or not, I don't believe he does, but he gets super, super close. Um, and again, obviously a fantastic effort to, to do so regardless. So almost gets a touch. And I don't think he does on top of my, off the top of my head. Um, here we're going to see another player uh, play. Oh, sorry. Uh, another play of him versus guys who feel quick. Split back. And again, takes the handoff. Um, Obviously cuts outside. There's a ton of guys inside. He's going to cut it outside, cuts it outside. And again, in a situation like this, you, you ideally want your running back with a ton of space, both outside and a little bit of space inside. Ideally it's outside cut. Um, you'd want him to break this tackle of this linebacker. He, he breaks down and kind of just leans right into the linebacker gets tackled. Um, there are some running backs who are obviously going to break down, you know, inside stab outside, whatever it may be. Um, but in a situation like this, you, you do want to see him break a tackle from number 55 who I, I don't know exactly who it is. Is he in the NFL? Did he get drafted? Is he UDFA? Uh, 
most likely not just based on law of averages and playing at Boston college. Um, so if he's not going to break this tackle versus 55, is he going to do it in the NFL? Um, most likely not. So again, versus guys who feel quick when he's asked to make that, like that quick break broken tackle on the first level, not as efficient as he is on that second and third level. Um, from what I saw of him. So again, you, you want to see him, you want to see him be able to work around that guy and break that tackle. So inside press, let's see. Again, this is his weakest game to, to me, uh, in my opinion. So, another gun. Now, again, he's waiting. He, he, patience for him. Waiting for his... Uh, hold on a second. There. Um, I'm waiting for his blocks to develop. Presses inside. Again, you don't want to get too far outside when there's a bunch of guys outside. Uh, and you, you just have to be patient in terms of reading your, in terms of reading your, the, the uh, defense. Presses inside, presses inside, presses inside. Gets all of these defenders to, and ideally you want one of these guys to get outside and contain the run and, and kind of pinch it or squeeze it. Um, but his patience inside. Short stride, short stride, holds these guys inside, bounces outside, um, and picks up a, a huge gain. And again, you're going to see the patience explode outside. It's nice to pull the center, um, counter. Hold them, get outside. You got nice patience and a good explosion, good reading of the blocks, holding guys inside. If you were to press too quick outside, now maybe one of those guys um, – Squeezes that run. Uh, share. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure this is just an inside zone split. Um, and not a good play from Carter here. Inside zone split. Again, he's reading um, the play side, uh, A gap, and he's going to go back side. He's going to see the, the helmet inside. So he's going to angle inside, and he's gonna, then he's going to read uh, the backside defensive tackle. Inside, presses, uh, presses up the field, sees this helmet. So you see outside or, or inside versus outside, inside versus outside. So he should cut inside. Um, but knowing your blocking scheme, you have to know, one, and, and two, see it that this defensive end is going to be unblocked and the, the, the sifter or the split blocker is going to have to pick him up. So, you know, he's, he's going to most likely press down um, or shuffle inside with, with the zone blockers. Um, and you have to feel that. And you have a defensive end who's leading it, who, who's meeting a tight end. So you can't just assume that your tight end is going to kick this guy out and create separate and create a ton of movement. You, if anything, be safe and assume um, and, and the correct assumption is that the defensive end is going to most likely stand up that that um, tight end, and if not stand up, he's not going to get moved, you know, too too much. Um, so you have to either one cut outside right here, completely outside of this block. You don't want to run right into this right into this this block point, or cut inside and then and then get up the field, which is most likely the correct the correct thing to do because of the, you obviously have this uncovered defender, but even if you cut outside, now you're in a one-on-one -on -one situation to gain some yards. So you, you have to do one of the two. I would say one would be to cut inside then up, up the field because of all the inside hats, um, the combo he's going to work to this, they're going to work to this linebacker anyway. So I would like to see him get inside of that and up. Um, 
or again, second option is you should get outside, but you can't just, he runs directly into that block point and just runs directly into that, that defensive end. Um, not a good play. No matter how you frame this, this is not a good play to just run directly into the block point inside up outside and just completely bounce it. But um, not, not, this is, this is, this is not good right there. Again, there's blips on the radar, good running backs, Barkley, Kamara, whatever, Zeke, uh, Henry, they'll have bad plays here and there. So don't think I'm killing them, but you definitely did not want to see that. That's, that's not an ideal play. Um, patience and bounce. A little skip pull from the tackle. Again, patient reads his defensive end who, uh, who like spills the run. He gets outside um, or he gets inside of, of the block of the, of the pulling center right here um, on which is basically a full pin and pull um, run right here. And Gets outside, obviously. Ton of hats inside. He wants to get outside. That's where his that, that's that's where the open grass is. Now, he wants to be patient because if he cuts inside, this guy shuffles, and there's not a huge amount of grass right here to to work past him. Um, and if he cuts outside, obviously there's a defender. So he wants to let these guys kind of declare and and let his blocker, um, who's obviously slower than a linebacker and most likely defensive back. Um, to get outside on these guys to allow him to to kind of make a decision to to uh, either get outside or inside. So presses it, stays right on the ass of his of his blocker, stays in the ass, stays in the ass, stays in the ass. Presses inside, which holds him inside. Now he has one guy to beat. Um, one guy to beat, and he just turns on the the acceleration um, right there. His top end speed is not. I would say it's average. Um, but his acceleration um, and his, his shiftiness is definitely good. Now, again, um, I'll show it in full speed after this, but press inside, which holds 55 inside, lets his block set up. And now he has a one-on-one with the outside with number eight, and all he does is accelerate. And because he presses, but because he presses inside like this on, on 55, it gets him to, to cheat a little bit inside and get flat-footed because he doesn't think he's going to be able to cut out around him right here. But he shows that acceleration right there. Um, now, again, cuts up field sees the, the defensive back, whatever it is, um, coming to block him. What does he do? Again, pulls his body away, high knee, jumps over him, hurdles him. It's a little hurdle, and that leads him to get another, you know, 10, 15, 20 yards, wherever the hell it was. I'm not counting. So good patience, good explosion, acceleration, balance. See a lot right there. Uh, Carter, solid run. Okay. Like a one back power. Shuffle pull from that guard, the left guard. Now, again, obviously, this is designed like this, where these guys are going to all be down blocking. Um, and he's going to be leading the way inside versus outside. You're going to want to cut inside. Cut inside of it. Now, Terrible block by 75, just knowing what he's supposed to be doing right here. This guy's outside, you're inside. Uh, you want him to cheat upfield a little bit, then work out. You don't want to work too flat. He's going to work over the top of you, which is exactly what happened. So uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to venture to say that 75, uh, even though I wasn't laser focused on him at all, is not very good. So Carter expects that block to be to happen, and that will be Elijah Vera Tucker, not whoever that is. Um, so it'll be blocked better. So contact bounce again, he feels that. What does he do? Pulls himself away, high knee. 
lessen the load on that right leg, light on the feet. See how light he is on the feet right there? It allows him to absorb that block or absorb that hit. Continues on. Stiff arm. Stiff arm, good timing of that stiff arm. Not too early, not too late. Works out the field to like about the four yard line. So I'll show it in full speed, but um, good job just reading his blocks, hitting the hole he's supposed to, laid on his feet, stiff arm. Um, picks up a good chunk right there. Power, okay. This is one of the plays I put in my article. Not the flashiest play, but it, it does this, to show the power that he has. Um, inside zone. Inside zone, uh, A-gap. A-gap is open. He hits the A-gap. That's simple. Not really not much uh, much needed there. Hits the A-gap. Now he has two guys filling. He has the um, the linebacker and the safety, most likely safety, who fill right here versus him. And he's going to try to jump cut outside of him. Jump cut, light on his feet. So you have two guys who literally meet him right there. There's two guys versus Carter. Again, because he's light on his feet, he allowed, he, he, when he lowers his shoulder, he shows some power and he shows that balance that he has to absorb blows and to continue on. I'm sure he protects the ball, two hands right there, but lightens the load on his feet, jumps, which allows him to absorb it. And obviously you see pretty great contact balance right there in terms of just being able to maintain his balance. He's in the air right here, plant, strong leg again his you could tell how strong his legs are just his inability to absorb blows or stay up or whatever it may be he definitely has really strong legs absorb it absorbs it stays on his feet now continues upfield now what happens um defensive lineman uh, i think it's a nose tackle defensive tackle scrapes over the top uh he literally carries him on his back for a second on carter's back carter's able to stay up um, and he gets stood up by the, by the corner right here. But again, the power to absorb this bounce outside that balance, that contact balance, and then ability to again not get dragged down by the defensive tackle. Who's literally on your back and then to stay up and almost run through that, that another tackler. Um, again, not the flashiest play, but when we watch it, um, it's impressive in terms of power and contact balance for sure. Right here, you, you see some of the power he has. That's, that's inevitable. It's, it's uninevitable. It's undeniable. That's, that's the word. Um, Vision of second level. Another most likely, I guess, an inside zone. Oh, nope. You have like a one back power again. One back power. Skip pull from the guard. Outside. Outside, but now what is he reading? Um, this is his lead blocker, but he sees outside leverage of 41. Um, so he's going to cut up the field instead of outside because he, he reads that helmet. So good vision right there. Um, and also while he's doing this, there are definitely times when he, when he reads the first level and then we'll stay patient and then reads the second level. Um, so he sees this happening and then his eyes look to be upfield right here. And he sees two linebackers who are pressing towards the outside. So as they're pressing towards the outside, he cuts inside. Um, absorbs that one that one block and kind of or that one tackle and, and maintains his balance and um <clears throat> falls forward so again nothing crazy here but you can see his vision of the second level and the first level right here kind of both both comes into effect where he sees the outside leverage of 41 
eyes go to the second level, sees the, those guys at the second level, um, pressing the outside, cut up field. Small, but his vision at the second level is definitely good. Carter Patient. Another uh, like inside tight zone split. Press towards line of scrimmage. <clears throat> He's not necessarily sure where he wants to cut. There's nothing that's overly defined right here. Um, obviously, you know, this gap's a little bit condensed. You know, if he if he hits this gap in the, in the inside, 34 is going to fill. And if he cuts outside, uh, 23 is still unblocked. And um, so there's nothing really overly defined. So he presses, wait, waits for everything to um, kind of settle. And he has ins uh, inside, inside. And he's just going to take this 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 gap and, and trust himself to beat number thirty four happens, comes into that contact window, two arms on the ball again, um, playing to his uh, ball security that he had zero lost fumbles in two seasons. I did see one fumble that was out of bounds. Um, I'm not sure if he stepped out of bounds then fumbled so they didn't count it, but um, he did have a fumble that I saw. It just was out of bounds. Um, the ball popped out of bounds. I'm not sure if he was out of bounds then fumbled, but it looked like he was still in bounds. So lowers. Again, that, that natural low uh, lowness that he has while he's running because of his height is good. Low center of gravity, two arms, breaks the tackle, maintains his balance, um, and breaks outside for a good chunk. We'll watch it in full speed. But really good patience right here to just, to just read his blocks and, and uh, cut up and through that. So good power um, on that one. Takes it to the five. Carter, good cuts, good feel second level, I think I put. Mid-outside zone. Eyes go outside first. Um, I'm not sure if he reads outside to in or inside to out right here. I'm not sure how he's taught with this linebacker like filling. Um, regardless, again, what you're going to see is inside, outside, where is he going to cut through the C gap, um, which is obviously the proper read in this situation is reading helmets. And again, the, the one thing I do, the, the one thing I do like about this, um, him hitting this hole is it, it, it's very minuscule here, but it does matter is the fact that he, obviously this gap is open. He doesn't just cut through it immediately because he wants to keep widening this, this defensive lineman, linebacker, whatever it is. Um, looks like a deep, well, looks like a defensive lineman, just like a stand-up edge because he looks kind of thick. Maybe it's just a linebacker's not the most athletic. Um, but I like that he doesn't just cut up and through this because then it makes guys feel quicker. Maybe he is able to to elongate and and uh, get inside. So I like that he presses outside and then inside. It's very very little, but that's a that's a good feel to keep that running that that lane open inside. Now again, what does he see? Um, Multiple guys um, in terms of coming over the top, hips outside. So he's most likely going to cut inside. Yeah, cut inside. Feet slow down. Again, two steps on the inside foot, opens it, working off the instep. Inside of those guys and just reads it. Inside versus outside. This is the open gap. He takes that open gap. Um, and runs it for a touchdown. So watching full speed again. Good job pressing outside and being patient enough to, to open this gap more for him. Hit it. 
And again, it's quick, but he, but he feels those guys coming over the top. So he cuts underneath them. Good footwork, balance, etc. You see it all there. 19 vision. Okay. Another counter OF. So when he takes his hand off, um, his design gap is inside. Um, he's supposed to kick him out and then he's supposed to lead. So his, his design gap is inside um, in this area. This gets condensed. The running gets condensed. The running lens get condensed because he he spins inside. So um, he squeezes it, and now this is there's not a lot of room right here for him to cut up and through this. Um, so what is he going to do? He sees that, sees his running lens get condensed, presses upfield, and just cuts it back. Um, it is important to to see guys who um, can audible because a lot of running backs, like their, their design gap is the C gap is the B gap, whatever it may be on, on pin and pulls or pin and folds or counters or whatever it may be draws ISOs. And some guys will just hit those holes regardless. Um, and sometimes Carter might do that. He might play a little too safe at times, but overall you do want to see the ability to, to kind of audible, um, and to see this, like there's really nothing open here for him. So, um, he's going to, he's going to, uh, bend the run back bends it back and good job with that because his vision um, takes him there. Sees, sees this, sees guys coming over the top and this is open. So he cuts backside and uh, runs for obviously more yardage than if he were to cut, you know, into this, this traffic. So um, good job by uh, Carter on that again. Play 21. Carter pressed the hold. Yeah, he does. A good, he definitely does a good job uh, setting up his gaps and, and and pressing to hold guys. So another inside zone split. And it's just the patience. It's the patience on the zone right here where initially could he just hit this hole hard, you know, this, this B gap? Um, yes. But then what happens is these guys stay outside all of these defenders and now he doesn't have as much space to work. Maybe it's a two yard, three yard gain. So he, um, wants to press up the field to hold these guys inside and allow himself to cut outside. So um, I think initially he could have just hit this, hit this gap with, with, you know, the combo and him working to the second level. Um, obviously it's not super open, but again, it's just a good feel like running backs, a big field position. So um, handoff press up the field. What does that do? Brings multiple linebackers inside. Now the running lane outside is even more open um, and even holds number 93 inside. Um, more instead of where if he was just to hit this hole right away, he widens. Um, maybe he makes the, the, the tackle on on Carter. So he knows he's going to hit that gap, but presses up field to hold it. Up the field. Again, 30, who goes inside because of him pressing up the field, um, is not there. And now he's going to uh, to run for um, – is it a touchdown? Yeah, it's a touchdown here. So um, if he didn't press the inside, that wouldn't happen. Again, good footwork. You can see that he's, his, his strides are short. There are guys, especially younger guys, who um, have elongated strides. And what that obviously does not allow you to do is it's not conducive to, to cutting um, on a dime um, because it takes you longer to, to slow down. So just like a receiver, you want to have those short strides, especially when you're reading. There are guys who just run right to the line and so with long strides. It's not good. Um, press to bounce. Again, 
common occurrence you're already seeing in his film, which is going to be listed as one of his strengths for sure, um, is his ability to, to, to press, um, to hold, you know, second level defenders. So, um, another, uh, counter OF right here. They clearly ran out a lot. Now, again, he knows he's supposed to get outside right here. What is he going to do? Press inside, press inside, last second bounce outside. There are running backs who would just take this immediately outside. Now, again, everybody angles to the outside. If he presses inside, allows his blocks to develop, moves guys inside who are, who might be outside. If he just cut it immediately outside, um, linebackers, guys who are in blocks, whatever it may be, um, he holds them inside. So press up field, press up field, press up field, get outside. You allow your blocks to develop, you hold guys inside. Now he gets outside for a bigger gain than if he was just, just hit that hole right away. So good job by Carter there. This one's too quick to bounce. I believe 38 widens here and he just, and, and kind of is just too quick to, to stay outside or just yeah to get outside. So again, they run like this, this stunt right here between these two guys um, takes the handoff um, on this inside mid zone. looks more of like an inside zone. Um, his first reason to be this guy who widens. Um, so that's where his track is going to um, on like an inside zone. Now he sees it's a little bit murky here, but you have inside leverage and you have this guy who's widening. Now guys will like in the NFL will fake, will fake you in terms of their helmet. Like, you know, they know you're cutting outside. He'll peek inside to, to show you that your outside's open while he really has control. And then last second flag is coming outside to make the tackle. Um, and just based on leverage right here, um, I would seem to be a little bit more patient again inside and this guy, even though his helmet's inside, he has outside leverage on 73. Um, and he just bounces this runner right away. Bounce it. He sheds, makes a tackle on Carter. Um, I would like, I, ideally, he's a little bit more patient. Sees uh, inside versus outside and inside versus, uh, or outside versus inside, and then hits this B gap. Um, again, a little nitpicky. It all happens much quicker than people think it, think it does, but... Um, he, he does run right to the outside right here and, and get himself tackled. So I'll let's see an inside cut right there. Uh, stack cuts. I think this is, Oh yeah. Okay. This is, this is definitely a good running. Uh, I think this is the play I'm talking about with the insteps. So you have another counter OF down blocks. He's supposed to kick out. He's your lead blocker. Um, and the thing that Carter does is again, you got to know how to set up your holes. If he, if he was to just press right up field right here, where his design gap is, maybe this guy squeezes the run more. Maybe he sacks, maybe he pushes this guy inside, but because he gets outside and shows himself outside, this guy is going to continue to widen and maybe not stack. So you have to know how to, how to set your gaps. Um, now maybe that linebacker gets over the top and gets outside a little bit quicker than he expects. Um, so again, natural short strides as it takes the handoff is reading the, his blocks, reading the blocks, reading the blocks. And this is what I'm talking about with the insteps. So you're going to see the instep right here. I'm sorry for your background noise. My windows are open. Uh, I think guy's hammering. Um, so this is where you're going to see the instep where you're going to see him, um, work off of the instep. And again, it's just in terms of like scientifically, um, it's a lot harder to break that instep in terms of like you're, you working over top of it. Um, because it's not a natural lever point. Like this is not naturally meant to bend. Like your, your, your knee doesn't bend sideways. It bends, it bends forward and back. 
Um, so you work off that instep to create pressure and you're going to see his foot slide right here. Watch. See that slide? It's because of that instep. That's what I'm talking about. It's, it's, you almost have to break your leg to break that instep if you have like strong legs and you're going to see him slide. That's because of that instep. Now, if he were to get over top and, it was, and he was just working over his toe and not in his instep, what would happen? He wouldn't slide right here. His knee would bend and then he'd work over top of that toe and then he would work farther to the outside and then he'd get tackled or contacted right here. But because he has good footwork and he has, a, he has you know, lessons to stride and things like that and then works off the instep and not over his toe, now he's able to cut inside. Does that make sense? Um, so good job working off the instep. You see the power and the pressure off that instep right there. Again, if it was over the toe, the, the knee, the natural lever point bends over the top and he gets it to the outside and he mostly gets tackled. So good footwork inside. Now knowing his gap is outside, you know, or he's, he's not going to just press us up in, in inside. He has a good like transitional footwork. Widens wide hips. Now he doesn't want to keep this too shallow this step because he's already jumping inside. If this foot's too shallow, he's not going to create enough pressure to get outside. So he has to, he has to widen this now work off of this in step. So you see the stacked cuts right here. So in step stack this cut wide work off that in step to get outside because if he goes too far inside, doesn't stack those cuts. Now maybe um, interior pressure gets to him outside. Now, what does he see? Okay. You have a corner who's like stacking who th this block. You have the safety who is, unblocked right now. So if he were to just cut outside, what happens? This corner widens, the safety gets outside. Now maybe he would get outside to get inside, but he sees this situation. And now just like the, you know, running on the runs on the first level, he's going to cut upfield and press inside. Now what does that do? Now the corner is going inside. Now the safety stays inside instead of both angling outside. Um, presses up enough to get them to get them to bite inside. Again, drops his hips in step. Nice, nice wide base. Um, maybe a little bit too wide right here. Maybe just a tiny bit. Um, but turns that uh, that foot to open his hips to let him get outside. So awesome run. And then maintains his balance right here and gets it gets in for the touchdown. So watch it get in full speed. But awesome job with the instep, the footwork, pressing outside, inside, stacked cuts, inside again to get outside. Fantastic. That's that's a really really good run. It might look simple, but it's really really good. Something out of nothing. Okay. Like one back power. Now, again, just reading the defense, you know, um, ideally down block, um, what would happen was down, they, they would combo to the backside backer. Um, this offensive line is able to kick him out. And then the B gap is open for this guy to pull through. And then it's a one-on-one. -on -one. I'm in the hole with a guard and um, number one right there, the linebacker, but you could see quickly, uh, this is not a gap you want to cut through right here. So he sees that as he's taking, you know, his footwork is good. Um, you know, positions himself to not press up to towards this because it's already filled. Um, and it starts angling to the backside right here. So sees that cuts to the backside. Now, what does he say? So he cuts to the backside inside, right? At least inside leverage hats outside, but still inside leverage outside and all these guys outside. So now the gap, um, is here in this bubble. Um, if he cuts to the backside, you know, maybe he makes this guy miss, but he just wants to take some yards right here, which is good. There's, there are running backs who, who try to bounce it too much. Um, and then don't get any, get, get any yardage. So there, you, that's a trait you want to see at, even at the college levels, guys who are just willing to take some yards that are available instead of trying to bounce everything. Cause it might work in college, might not work in the NFL. So 
presses the backside, reads his blocks, sees this hole, hits it. Now again, if he were to just to just follow his blocks and his run to the outsider here, maybe it's maybe it's a no yard, maybe it's a you know a run stuff, but because of his vision, um, he's able to make a, a no yard gain, you know, a six seven yard gain. So I like that. It's small, but I like that play. Power. I think this is just like a draw. Yeah, draw right here. Obviously, angled outside. This guy gets inside. So. Um, Inside, nobody really picks up number 52. This center is a little bit too passive for me. Um, so obviously you know that like as a center, like he's reading this block. So if he's, he's inside leverage of you, pick him up inside. Um, he's really non-committal, um, which allows the, the nose tackle to get um, over the top of him, scrape towards quarter, get both arms on Carter. Now, good job by Carter in terms of, you don't want to run directly into blocks because then obviously more of that weight is on you. You, you want to widen to make you, you know, really him, the, the, the tackler more off balance and you working more towards arms and not towards arms and with weight on top of the arms. So he widens to get away from him, but he still has a defensive tackle, nose tackle on his back. Now he feels and sees problems peripheral vision, this flash of, of red helmet or, or, the, or the jersey. Um, that's not obviously a, a friendly uh, jersey of his. So he feels that. And you're going to see him kind of lower himself into that, into that block to kind of truck him. So nose tackle on his back. And just and, and he sees this, uh, you know, obviously this defense and pushes up field. The, the, the tackle doesn't do a great job letting him get back up the field and work towards Carter. But regardless – Nose tackle, defensive end, lowers himself into it, two hands in the ball, trucks him. So he trucks one guy with the defensive nose tackle on his back. Continues up the field, and he's all naturally angling outside right here. Now he sees uh, number 11 kind of like uncover quickly, outside leverage, jukes him, just plants quick inside. Good little like club right there but breaks his ankles. Um, and now, you know, you have another defensive back who, um, who fills right here, defensive back who fills and Carter obviously doesn't have a lot of momentum because he's, he's just broke two tackles and had to juke this guy up. So he doesn't have a ton of momentum. Um, so he's not gonna be able to necessarily just run through this guy, but I do like the ability to, uh, or the fact that he just lowers his shoulder and again, falls forward for the extra yard. You know, that's important. Those, those, that extra yard, that extra two yards matters on a, on a down to down basis, obviously. So, um, good job right there. We're more than halfway through. We're at play 27 of 48. Um, again, keeping these plays relatively short each, uh, I like to keep them two hours ish, if not, you know, a little bit shorter. Um, I think the Elijah Vera Tucker is going to be a little bit longer. I noticed I've recorded a lot of plays in the first two games. And then now I'm like, okay, I only got to record plays that are really nice or really bad. Like, no, we're in the middle. Um, but I have like six more games of Elijah Vera Tucker to watch by next week of him at left guard. And I think I'm only going to watch one game of him at left tackle just to get a, you know, roundabout feel. It's, it's, he's generally going to have the same technique and footwork and things like that. Um, but he's going to be playing guard for the Jets. So I'm not going to evaluate him fully at left tackle. I'd rather watch the guard tape with you guys. Um, Carter angle, sell hips, insteps. I think he runs an angle route right here versus 11. I'm pretty sure. So, yep. Get outside. He's going to run an angle route. Now, um, 
he, he runs a, the, this route as good as a receiver would, to be honest. So presses up the field, past line of scrimmage, never looks at number 11. What does that do? It, it just lulls him to sleep. Um, so he's not looking inside or at 11. So what is 11 thinking now? Okay, well, he's not looking inside. He's not cutting inside if he's not looking out inside or at me. So he's going to cut outside. So good job, obviously, with that. Shortens his stride. A little bit of a short stride. Bam step, which is just really just an exaggerated break with a head fake. Bam step. Widens, working off his instep. Elbow jam. He's going to throw his elbow back to get his hips turned uh, quicker. So short stride. Bam. Cut inside. Now look at that defender. That's him on an angle route. So really, really good job just... Um, again, with the one in the shortened stride, one with the band, the bam step, the aggressive break right there, which really is just a bam step. Um, and it really sells that linebacker that he's just going to cut outside. You can see him like kind of get comfortable right here. Now hips outside coming over the top. He's going to win that inside break all day, but he sets it up really, really well for himself catch. Um, and obviously, you know, stumbles right there, but really, really good route. Oh, that's something I didn't say either. Hold on. Let me just pull it up. And the, the good thing about his, his break right here too is that I want to bring up, I, I wrote it down. I just didn't notice. All right. I did notice. I'm just to be completely frank, I'm working off like a couple hours of sleep right here. So I'm going to miss some things, but um, a lot of linebackers, well, not linebackers, but a lot of, I guess just guys in coverage in general, more, more corners and safeties are obviously better than linebackers in coverage, but guys are taught to look at hips and you so you really want to sell with your hips um, because just like head fakes and stuff and, and, at, the, at the NFL level, unless you're facing a bad corner, it's not going to necessarily work. They're going to they're read your hips because your hips don't lie. So you really want to be like flexible and mobile with your hips and you want to sell them outside. And right now his hips are pointed outside. So he's selling outside. His hips aren't inside or, 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 or square. He's, he's really selling those hips and he has an aggressive hip shift outside. Where, and that, that him working off that end step right there to burst outside and selling his hips outside farther sell um, the outside break along with his eyes right here where he never looks, um, to the inside. So really, really good job with that route right there from, from, uh, Carter. Wheel, come back to ball. Okay. He just runs a wheel out of the backfield right here. Um, gets over top of the defense. Um, he gets a little bit like the, the defenders get lost in space. Um, whether it be just a miscommunication or, or whatever zone match, um, nobody picks them up. Um, the defense kind of has an oh shit moment. The the quarterback um, again. This is this is a negative on the quarterback that I would put on 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 his tape, or I would I would kind of put a question mark next to it. You have him over the top leverage with guys in trail. What do you want to do? You want to lead him for a touchdown here. What does Howell do? I believe it's Howell. Um, puts it too short. He, he makes him obviously slow down his stride and and work back to the ball and get and get tackled. Whereas if he were to lead him, it could be a touchdown. So. That's something you want you you do not want to see from your from your quarterback. That's that's not a it's not necessarily a good throw. It's not really good mechanics either. You see the interior rotation. It's a lot of arm um, leads to the ball being short. So not a good throw by the quarterback. But Carter obviously knows that's open. Gets his eyes on the ball early. Ball is um, high and short. He doesn't want to just catch it with his body because then maybe obviously that extra second of delay of working back to the ball. Now maybe the defender gets his arms in, deflects it, etc. So. Good job from Carter working back to the ball. Hands catches it. It might have hit his. I'm not sure if it hit his body right there. Um, if it does, you it might. It looks like his hands are a little wide right there. To be honest, might catch his body. But I do like the fact that he's at least willing to come and attack the ball, and then quickly tucks it 
absorbs the chop and uh, makes that play. So good wheel. Nothing crazy with the route, but I do like his ability to attack the ball right there. Not a good play by the quarterback, though. Next. Back-to-back um, -back truck plays. Okay. Another uh, inside tight zone. This is his first read. He's he's uh, outside leverage, so he's going to go, now go to the inside. What does he see? Obviously, this hole takes it. Pretty simple there. Um, now, maybe you'd like to see me a little bit more creative versus six and, and, and just completely slip past that tackle, but that's not what happens here. I'm just putting it for the power. Six squares him up. What does he do? Trucks him. <laughs> trucks him. He loses his balance a little bit, but again, just, just the power you see. Um, trucks him right there and then falls forward for an extra couple of yards. Um, mid outside zone. Initial angle feels the interior pressure. You're going to see him change his angle. See how he flattens his angle, flattens it to get outside. So pressing initially on his, you know, the natural angle he's supposed to take widens. Now what does he see right here on the outside? He sees 32 um, with outside leverage on his, on his tight end. So he's going to cut upfield, upfield, work upfield, upfield, upfield. There's really not a lot of space from the worker juke. So what does he need to do? Just lower his shoulder. <laughs> Love this. Look how low he gets. Low. Nice and low. Shoulder in from trucks him. Now he gets a big shot out of bounds, but uh, you'd like to see this right here. That is, this is for sure. Bang. <laughs> Love to see it. So again, I think his power is underrated. Um, I think I might think his vision's a little bit overrated at times. And some of his creativity on the first level, like I said before, but I think his powers is also underrated. And I think his route running, even though it's people say it's soft hands and stuff is a good route runner. I think his route running is, it might be a little bit underrated, even though people say it's good. Again, just quickly, just sees a cutback here, reads his blocks. And what does he see? This is both vision of the first and second level. He sees this guy's completely over pursuing a huge gap to the backside. Hits it. It's as simple as that. Good footwork. There's throws on some brake steps. Power lowers himself in step. Gets to the backside. You want to see him open his foot a little bit more. It's a little bit too straight, but um, gets to the backside. Now again, keep evaluating. What does he see? This guy working at a hard angle over the top. So press a little bit upfield, cut outside of him. It's exactly what he does. Knees up the field, picks up a big chunk of big chunk of yards. Thirty-one. Carter cut back. Okay. Another uh, counter OF. High snap from the center delays the timing a little bit. Screws up the timing of that uh, of that mesh point between him and the quarterback. Now again, just read your blocks. Read what's going on. Do you want to full, do you want to follow your lead blocker? Um, at this point, obviously it was delayed, so it sets him a little bit behind where maybe he'd want to be here um, while he's reading his blocks. Again, it's a little, just a little bit delayed. So now what does he see? Again, guys outside. This guy, you're not going to just cut out. You're not going to just cut outside this guy. This guy is just completely, pretty much unblocked. So um, you're not going to cut up here. So now your option is cut back. What does he do? Sees that, cut back. Simple as that. Can you just see his, his shiftiness and ability to change angles and, and, and holes like that? Like definitely a shifty guy. 
um, explosive and in, in short areas and things like that. Acceleration, just not the best long speed. Um, and again, nothing, nothing overly crazy right there. Just, just runs to open grass, big game, a good cutback to get, to get him that big game. Short area quickness right here. A lot of his runs, obviously you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to see him. Um, at the NFL level, work a little bit more from from single back and eye form. It, it definitely changes the timing up of the run a little bit, um, footwork, things like that. So he saw a lot of his runs, even from counter and power from gap, where, again, some more more of his uh, reps at the NFL level are going to be not, – not more than gun, but he's definitely going to see more reps of him um, in single, you know, pistol, uh, all those different types of formations, not where he's just working laterally towards the uh, – the uh, quarterback every time. So one back power or sometimes you have one back power. It's an outside, which where it's an outside uh, press and sometimes it's an inside. If this guy was in, you know, um, if he was inside, like I'd say he's a one tech, then he would kick out and then it would be, they would be aiming towards the B gap, but because uh, he's inside, he's in a, he's in a block down. He's going to try to kick out and the, the gap is the C gap now. By design, just based you have to adjust based on where guys are are uh, lined up at. So outside now again, what happens? Too much of a delay from the tackle right there. Ninety one obviously just dips to lessen. Now he's right in Carter's face, so Carter can't get outside because he's angling outside. So um, again, just the imp improvisation of Carter right here takes the handoff, sees that. Lowers his weight wide, opens that foot. You can tell, um, works off the instep of the right foot. Cuts inside of him. Good job pulling the ball away too. And again, it's just a little things. A lot of guys don't have that good of ball security where they'll be a little bit loose with the ball when they're cutting. You you want to see those 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 four points of contact, you know, between between the elbow, the two fingers, and and the chest, um, wrist, you know, area um <clears throat> of of the ball like where guys are cutting the ball gets loose and you see some air pockets um and then you have hands that come in and, and chop that ball down um and if you don't have those strong points of contact it's a fumble so uh good job keeping that ball high and tight you don't really see any air pockets so really good job right there in terms of um holding on to that ball and just pulling it away as well so cuts inside of that now again continue to evaluate he thinks he's going to cut outside. Again, last second flash of the helmet coming outside right here. Cuts inside of it. Again, the power in his legs to, to be able to, to cut like this is definitely evident. Cut inside of it. Lower his helmet. And again, just just his ability to pick up an extra, you know, let's say two yards right there um, is great. Fall forward. Definitely want guys who fall forward. By the way, I will try to get like a, some... I already threw, so at first the the light in the back was bad because it was shining down. Um, I fixed that, and then it was the sound in here was a little bit of an echo. I figured out with the windows open, it, it it doesn't echo as much. And somebody commented that they hate the fan in the background to, to put a sheet up. Now they're wondering if I'm moving. I just moved into this house. I just bought this house. So I'll be in it for a little bit. Um, maybe I'll put a sheet in the back. Maybe I'll get like a freaking a JetX sign if that fan bothers you people that much. But it's a fan, so uh, maybe you'll get over it. It's just a fan. <laughs> it's like the fan is on. But I just thought that was funny. But maybe maybe I'll get a little a little screen behind me. I don't know. Keep throwing those super chats and keep subscribing. Maybe I could do that. Get a pen and draw on the screen as well. Uh, Carter route truck. Okay. 
backfield. Uh, looks like it's just an option route. Actually, no, it looks like it's, it's, it's designed like this where this is like a pick. So, oh, this is like the famous play everybody brings up. I know this is where you have like a natural rubber here with that, with that drag and he's just going to break out on a bench route. Cuts the uh, cuts outside. Obviously, it's wide open. Now, what does he do? Cuts upfield. Michael Carter, the second. MC squared, all the stupid crap you hear. It's annoying. Um, Michael Carter, the second. Closes ground, and he's just going to truck him. That's really all it is. Full head of steam. Carter, the second, does not have a full head of steam. Obviously, getting off of that block. Carter does. Lowers his, his shoulder into him. Trucks him over. Gets the ball for the touchdown right there. So, just a good truck. Again, not too much hate on Michael Carter. He wasn't working, or the second, he wasn't working from a full head of steam. Uh, 34 out of 49, about 15 plays left. Carter footwork. Okay. Again, uh, another like mid zone. Looks like he's reading the edge right here first. It's another like mid zone. The Amy points right outside the tackle. Um, on mid zone, if not like straight up to the ass and you have outside zone, which is a little bit wider Then you have wide zone, uh, inside zone, tight zone, belly zone, etc. So they're all different aiming points. Um, but mid outside zone right here, again, rooting the outside leverage, but continues to press to see if anything's open, that there's really nothing open right here. Continue to press this guy angles outside. He's going to cut inside of him. Little jump cut inside. Now again, I like like the transitional uh, or the the stacking of cuts right here. He gets inside of this guy, but he knows he's working outside. Everybody else will be working outside, so he wants to get inside of this guy, but continue to work to the outside. Most likely, again, I could be wrong. Like it was a larger more that less the other play. No, so um, I like the footwork. And the other good thing about this footwork is too that is it, the good part about it is is this right here where he, ch he changes his angle. So like he doesn't just cut up right here. This is a, this is going to be hard to explain. This is kind of like a more of a feel thing, but um, if he were to, do you see how he lightens his load? Like he, he explodes off of the instep of this foot and jumps up the field. Now his right foot comes forward, but he, he only like slightly accelerates off of that toe. Um, instead of making like a full blown cut up field, if he were to full blown couple up, up off that foot, off that instep, he would explode up and then it would put more pressure on his outside or, or his, his inside foot to get outside and it would slow him down. He, he just, he cuts upfield to that left really. And then just accelerates off of that right foot to take him past this, this, the defensive end, whatever he was and to get outside. Like it's really, it's a really little thing that he does right here, but that little right foot right there to, to just propel him forward instead of vertical um, is important. So that's toe versus instep right there with his footwork. It's, it's really, really minuscule right there, but I really, really like that right there. Just that those little stacking of cuts. Foot to get forward, just bends right past that guy to get outside. Where again, if, if he were to just straight instep, now he's taking himself right into this guy. So really minuscule, but really awesome at the same time. And just gets outside um, for, you know, decent, decent gain right there. Small, but I like, I like that a lot. Quick C and cut. Okay. Another gun set as per usual. One back power. 
you know, the situation now we're talking about um, these guys down blocking and him kicking him nine out, right? Yeah. Nine doesn't do himself any favors, but good job with that stepping inside with, with uh, playing him inside out. Good job by the tight end. So Puller, what does he do? Obviously this is a design gap. It's open. Yeah. You have your puller inside versus outside. This guy coming scraping over the top. So what do you do now? Again, you have to assume with you pressing to the outside and this guy coming over the top and seeing his hips outside, he's not going to have, if you can cut quickly underneath of him, he's not going to have the change of direction to get back inside on you. So, um, sets up his block, sees that again, open that foot in step inside of it. Gets inside of it, breaks that arm tackle. Now is uh, one of his offensive linemen obviously, um, which by the way, like be more active here. Like I know these guys are out of your blocking range, but flash your eyes forward here and get, get climb up to 46. I don't, his offensive line is definitely not that good. Like after this, find work. Way too mental processing of this guy's massively in question right there. But um, Carter gets past it anyway. Now that he runs into him, doesn't even help him. Pushes him a little bit, but cuts up field. Good job. Um, with that, with that cut and just reading of 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 blocks and angles and you know things like that, etc. So, uh, lack creative. Okay, I'm assuming he's gonna fill really quickly right here. Counter OF. Again, and like, I, so I, I definitely like him in terms of like his patience and his reading blocks and his ability to accelerate and make quick cuts for like outside zone. I like them both. I like them both. And I, I like him honestly in both, in both systems. I definitely think he's a good fit. Like there's some guys who are just power and really can't, don't have the reading capability of, of his own guy. I think he's a really good fit in either system. So that's fine. That's a good thing, obviously, to have that versatility. Um, but as he works more as an outside track, I, 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 I feel him tend to be less effective. And that's not a big think for outside zone because outside zone, you definitely cut it up um, a lot more than people think. Um, but he tends to just like bounce runs and, and get less creative when he's working laterally um, to me. Um, that's something I saw. And you're going to see this again here. Like is a similar situation to, to a while ago um, where again, you have your, your tight end who's trying to get outside. This guy's heavy outside on you. So if anything, again, be patient, let your blocks, your block set up, cut inside. And then you have one guy to work past and he kind of just runs directly into this guy outside. He tries to, he, again, he tries to like jump cut, bounce it around him. But in the NFL, you're not going to be able to do it. And even here, he's not able to do it. He gets dragged on the backfield. So again, I would say be a little more patient here. You know, let 84 work, work uh, towards this defender, cut inside, and then maybe break one tackle for a bigger gain. But I don't like him just bouncing his run outside. Yeah, I don't, I don't love that, that creativity right there from him. Wheel touchdown. This is another situation where it looks like he breaks to the flat and then he adjusts it. I don't know if this is by design by, by them where um, it's almost not like a double move, but they, they, they fake it with him, like peeking back to the quarterback. They drive hard to the flat and he cuts up field. Or I'm not sure if it's an option type thing where he, he cuts and if he sees that he's not getting the ball immediately on like a hot and he can cut up the field. Um, either way, it, it's effective. So again, seeing he's not getting the ball, defender coming down hard, uh, coming downhill hard, obviously now him coming downhill and him working up the field, he has that, that, that advantage of momentum um, where if he just gets outside of him, he'll, he'll beat him. So he gets outside of him, now catches the ball, touchdown. Again, now, I'm not sure what his – I should have got the back view of this as well. I'm not sure if, if his read 
um, like what his read is for this, for this progression. Like if, if it's like, if it's like a, a, a one, two, three, four thing, like I'm not sure exactly what it is. I should have recorded the back. Looks like he's reading this guy first. Regardless, he sees uh, Carter winning on that wheel. And again, just good route pacing. Slow, 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 accelerate. And outside of him, good angle, catch, run for a touchdown. <clears throat> Split backs. This guy's uh, gun. You're going to see this. You're going to see a lot of guys in this. You're going to see more. You're going to see Coleman. I'm, I'm really excited to see if, Col if Coleman could be 2019, 2018 Coleman. Um, I'm excited for him in this backfield. If he's last year's Coleman, maybe he doesn't make the team. Um, but Coleman or Ty Johnson, who I think is a little bit underrated. Um, maybe not by fans, but I would say the national media. I think fans are actually quite high on Johnson. Um, where I, would, I, have the most faith, or I have the most faith right now in Johnson and Carter. So, um, But we'll see how Coleman bounces back or if he does it all. A lot of injuries throughout his career. So. Uh, GT counter, OT counter, whatever people call it, two different things. Um, but GT counter. And again, patience. He knows that this is, this is what he's going to hit right here, but he doesn't want to hit it too quick because he wants his blocks to develop. Um, he wants to hold these guys outside. Um, and he wants his, his defenders to be able to get that, that leverage, that positional leverage that they need. So Again, could he hit it right now? Yeah. Is it as open as it would be if he, if he, if he bends this outside a little bit and then hits it? No. So good patience right here. Patience, patience, see it develop. Stick that left foot in the ground, get upfield. And again, um, it's not even necessarily that that I love, but again, it, it is like, this is why like some people say you have to have patience to allow blocks to develop or some guys who are not good might just hit this right away. He scrapes from his top tackle, um, but you have to let your blocks develop. So he lets his blocks develop. The one thing I love and you need running backs to do this is there's so much when you're in traffic, you can't be heavy plotting footwork because then you get brought down. You really want to have light contact on your feet um, and high knee it. So again, when you're high kneeing through traffic, obviously just think about yourself like running through, you know, whoever, somebody trying to tag you or grab your ankles. You want to, you want a high knee. Um, so you see that right here. See how his knees come high. Lessen the load on the right, on that right leg. Again, away from that defender and now high knee. High knee, high knee, high knee. And again, allows him to absorb that contact um, through those legs and adjust to it. So when he gets outside. So I like the patience and I like the high knees. Right there. Very nice. Little things, little things matter. 39, 11 plays left. Carter short area swing. Okay, so runs a swing route in motion, catch. Okay, yeah, this is just some of that burst that he has. Um, obviously, sets this guy to the, up to the outside, tries to cut inside with that little club, uh, has to work past the arm tackle, but he jumps, so he's a little bit unbalanced right here. Now, again, his eyes are forward, and what does he see? This guy working inside. So he, this is just pat, like another another example of like short area quickness and just power from his legs. Some people don't necessarily think, oh, shortcuts means power in your legs, but it really does. So gets inside of him, literally has a guy like swinging on his back and is able to, and is in the air, plants and gets outside immediately. 
So breaks one tackle, jukes this guy out. This guy falls down as well because he thinks again, where where does he think he's going? Like his momentum's taking him forward. He's not going to be able to stop on a dime like that. There's no way. So he's just going to try to try to meet him, and uh, that's not Carter's plans. He's able to to stop on a dime right there while in the air with a guy in his back. So screws up him and him, and he's going to get outside. Again, really, really good power right there. And just some of that burt. Like, look, that this defender coming over the top does not think he's going to be able to stop like that. Neither, neither does uh, the, the corner right here, but he does. Outside. Hell of power from his legs, that is for sure. Okay, 40 or 49. Uh, cut back and juke. Okay. Again, just reading the situation. Um, this looks to be more of a tight zone based on his based on his uh, his angle, where he's going to read like backside first. Um, even if this, and even if this was like inside zone, outside zone versus, uh, and I'll keep explaining this as we as we go on. But like, there's definitely different tracks. Uh, with gun versus single back single backs it's a little bit more definitive um we're outside zone because of where they're aligned it's a little bit more um difficult at times to tell exactly where the aiming point is and where they're what their read might, might be but you tell obviously his reader here is is the backside um so that you then that tends more to be a tight zone um which is easy easily confusable with inside zone um while on gun a little bit a little bit easier to to decipher single back, but um, he's reading this this two tech initially. So reads a two tech, two tech uh, crashes to this side to, to to Carter's left, and is either going to go to this block again, outside versus inside. So what is he going to do? He's not going to cut right into that right into where this guy's scraping to. Cuts to run back. Gets outside. Again, those he's coming to contact. What does he do? Jump, high knees. High knees, pull those legs away. Like, see this? That's really important. Get outside. <laughs> now, again, what happens? You have a linebacker coming. You have a you have a uh, corner coming. So he's just gonna kind of split the difference between two of them. Those are both gonna try to obviously contact him at a certain point. Drops his hips. Look at the flexibility in the hips and the upper body right here. That's that's flexibility for sure. That's what you talk about, like, flex, like flexible hips, flexible upper body. You have to see that with, with really all players. He has that. Juke's outside. Just gets contact to where he falls. But he, his juke literally leads to two two defenders from uh, Notre Dame crashing into each other. But he this that arm just trips him up. That would have been absolutely disgusting if he got outside of that. But he just gets tripped. I would have loved to see him get outside right there. Because that would have been a massive, probably the biggest highlight of the season in terms of him making two guys run into each other. Awesome. Just shoelace tackle. Made that from a really, really good play. It's like a absurd highlight play. Um, footwork, again, high near knee. Okay. If, you, if, it, if it, you know, you just got to be light on those, uh, on those feet that are near, especially. Inside zone split. Again, this guy's hanging on the outside. This is the bubble right here. He's going to start working towards that bubble, work towards that bubble, work towards that bubble. Nobody picks up the bubble. 
So that's what you want to attack. You want to attack those bubbles where nobody is, which is basically just open gaps um, without a linebacker over the top. So there's a bubble. He hits that bubble. It's pretty simple. Hits the bubble. Sees the guy coming um, from his left side, from our right. Pulls it away. Again, just want to be light on that foot. Light on the near foot. Is able to uh, work past that arm tackle. And get in for the touchdown. Okay, so it keeps running upfield. Again, angled away from another guy. Contact bounce. I'm not sure if there's a stiff arm, whatever it is right here. Looks like a stiff arm. Yeah, stiff arm. So gets his hand into the chest. Stiff arms him down while breaking another tackle. He's able to maintain uh, maintain that balance, contact balance, et cetera, um, and get in for the touchdown. Uh, good reads, skinny, stiff. Okay, so he's going to have good reads. He's going to get skinny through a gap, and he's going to stiff arm somebody. Like inside zone. Reading this guy first, outside leverage, tells him to go inside. Gonna go inside. This is his next read. He's gonna press towards him. Good job pressing towards him. Obviously, he's gonna take him outside, and then he's gonna cut out, cut, uh, or he presses towards him, which is gonna take him to the defender's right, and he cuts back to the defender's left, which kind of breaks the ankles of the defender. You can see right here. Now, good job by this defender maintaining his, his balance to that cup block. Carter can either jump over him. And risk him getting up and getting flipped over it, or he just gets to get really skinny through through this this short area right here. Um, he decides to get skinny, gets skinny through it, and you're gonna see him even with this again with that near knee. Look, high knee, high knee. Good job. Cut outside. Oh, another guy coming. Hand right to the face. Stuff him into the ground. See, now again, he fumbles right here, but it's out of bounds. So it's not a fumble loss. So I don't know if they said, I, I said a lot of things like, oh, he didn't fumble at all. This is a fumble. But look at the effort from that guy right there on the ground. That's, a, that's an A-plus play by that defender, even though he just got, um, well, no, that's not him getting a step arm, but good effort by 21. Punches out of bounds. So if you see zero, if he, had, he didn't have zero fumbles. He had zero fumbles lost. Maybe that was, that was the only fumble I saw. So... Um, let's see. Carter long TD run. This is a good play on angles. Definitely plays his angles well. Okay. Whatever it is, inside, outside zone. Mid zone. But again, track is taking him on this direction. Sees pressure from the inside. What is he going to do? He's going to flatten that out to avoid that interior pressure. So good job of this angle right there, avoiding that interior pressure. Sees this gap open, takes it. Now he's working outside. Now he's working outside. Now he has this guy, he has this guy inside. Now the outside is more open right here. So could he just cut immediately to the outside? Yes, but then you're limiting your, your, your run potentially. So what do you want to do? Again, similar situation we watched before with the, with the safety over the top and a corner outside. You want to press up the field and vertical, make these guys angle inside. Obviously, the corner is still supposed to maintain its outside leverage and let the pursuit come from the inside, but that's, that's sort of for a different day. Um, 
So he presses upfield again, holds the safety inside, holds this corner, and he works inside a little bit, a little bit right there. Now, what does that do? Gets him to the outside. Whereas if he were just to continue this, this track outside, now he's working into the into this block. Now he's now the safety's working over the top, and he's almost 100% not going to to uh, to make this touchdown run or get this touchdown run. But really good job pressing inside to get outside. That's really really important. That's really nice right there. And obviously, is able to outrun everybody for the for the touchdown. I guess we get it from the opposite view as well. Yeah. So. Similar thing. I don't really need to break this down. But again, first read, this guy gets inside, but he knows he's going to be able to outrun him. Flattens, get outside. Again, safety working over the top. He, see, he sees this outside block. He sees a safety. Could he hit it right away? Sure. But now he doesn't have a touchdown run. Presses towards him, presses towards him, holds him inside. Boom, get outside. Awesome job. He 100% because his angles created that, that touchdown run. It's really, really uh, sometimes hard to notice necessarily, but uh, something that's really important that he, that, he did, that he did right there. Carter contact balance. <clears throat> Uh, GT counter, counter OT uh, with that fake uh, jet motion, just pulling some defenders, holding defenders. Again, quick squeeze off the edge, cut inside of it. Inside of it. Now again, with, with these guys down blocking, you know that these guys are going to have inside leverage on your defenders. So if you're cutting inside, you want to make sure to get outside quickly after that. So what does he do? Exactly that gets outside, opens those hips up outside. Now, obviously outside versus inside. So what does he do? Cuts upfield and inside and inside of that block and then continues outside and gets tackled right here. Okay. Yes. So, um, one guy on his back, corner breaks down, gets too wide and low. That's that's not a good tackle attempt by the corner, but takes out his leg, contact balance, maintains his balance, and then absorbs another shot. Um, hold on. Obviously, inside of that, outside balance, this guy breaks down, takes out his leg, spins over top of it. Awesome job. Now, while he's spinning... He sees another guy in his peripheral coming from his outside. What does he do? Lowers his body into it. And when you're lowering your body into that, like with your forearms, again, and I think I spoke about this before. I'm, I'm sure I did through all these plays. Um, what, what's that or what that is doing is now acting as a shock absorber. If you're, if you're, if your arms into your body, now your body, now your trunk, now your, now your base is taking on that, 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 um, that hit. And it leads to either you being off balance or, or less on balance. Whereas if you are to um, have that ball secure, but you you kind of um, not widen out, but you put out your forearms, and now your arms are taking that shock um, and lessening it towards your your balance. Um, so lowers his forearms into that shock absorber, trucks through that guy. Um, and would probably fall over there regardless, but good truck and falls forward. Again, we'll watch it in full speed, but again, 
good cut inside, quick outside, read his block, balance, balance, truck. Good job. Five plays left. Cut back open field. Okay. Pistol. We didn't see. Uh, is this our first run seeing him from pistol? Okay. Mid zone. Outside. He's going to work inside of that now. Inside. Now he sees outside versus inside. So he's going to continue to attack the, the, the B-ish gap. As he's doing that, now what does he say? Step by step, linebacker come over the top, backside gap open. So now he, air quotes, bends the run back. So he's working towards that. If this linebacker was more towards the backside, he would hit, he'd hit this gap. Now that linebacker is not going to be covered, um, he's going to cut the run back, which is what he does. Cuts the run back, just works into the open field. A little bit of a crossover, a little one, two, one outside which again another similar situation where he's pressing up the field one to this is a little bit different situation he doesn't have as much room here but um press up the field which which angles this corner inside and gets outside of him too i believe yeah good chunking uh this is a good run by him but you, you can see some someone on this play hold on a second Huh. Okay. Probably heard somebody outside of my driveway. Um, <clears throat> Carter, good long run, uh, long speed lack. Okay. Again, pretty simple. <clears throat> Reads the outside right here. Outside, outside. Hit the bubble. Pretty simple. Hits it. Got not a good angle from the safety right here. So if he cuts inside of him, this is not where you want to be as a safety. Cuts inside of it, pretty simple. And now you're just going to see again, you know, it's hard to quantify, okay, long speed lacking, but um, I would say he's an av he has average average long speed, which is fine. Again, you, I'd rather have contact balance, power, vision, um, short area explosion than long speed. Like how many chances like that are going to have in the NFL? It's not like he's slow. Um, so he'll, he'll beat guys. With, with his with his speed it's it's average but that's fine um angle shows eyes okay angle route um again quarterback's best friend uh well not quarterback well tight ends running backs whatever you, you want just good players in general so um he is going to run an angle route works outside of the field angle route Shows the quarterback, and you really do want to show the quarterbacks your, your eyes. Like, even if you know a guy might be over the top, whatever it may be, you want to show them your eyes because you're showing them your eyes. Hey, I'm open. You know, um, so shows them the eyes, not targeted. What does he do? He's not targeted initially. So now he's going to evaluate what's what's going on. Where Where is that open open grass that I could work to for my quarterback? Because obviously this guy over top, if he's not hit initially, now he's not going to be open. So he wants to get open. Checks him. See, he's driving down hard on a hard angle. So where is the open grass behind him? So now what does he do? Cuts, works behind him. Shows the quarterback his eyes. Shows him, show him your eyes, show him your eyes. I'm open, I'm open, I'm open. Catch, hand catch, quick to tuck, absorb the shot. Hell of a job, again. 
show him the eyes. It's not open or the quarterback doesn't throw it. You know, he's, he's you know, uh, slotting in the pocket right there over the top of him. Now I'm open. Hands catch. And again, he brings that catch uh, in while absorbing a shot. How will play in the passing game? Two plays. Patient cuts. Uh, oh, yeah, quickly. I know I got some emails. Um, some people email me. I've been super busy. I, I saw your emails. I will respond to you. Uh, again, you can email me, joe.bluett at jetsxfactor.com. I will respond to them. Um, you can also DM me on Twitter. Uh, I don't follow a lot of people, and it's really just because when I go on Twitter, I don't, I'm not really on Twitter a lot. And when I do, I want to see um, – This I don't want to say like this, but like substance. Like I want to see either like stuff from Jets players or Adam Schefter or um, – that's like I don't really necessarily like love to read like debates between people, all this like, you know, stupid stuff you see on Twitter. But uh, patient cuts. Um, you also follow me on Twitter, JoeRB31, by the way, which I'm sure most of you know. Um, and I interact with people more on there than anything. So even if you're not a Twitter guy, and I'm, obviously there's a lot of people who watch this who aren't on Twitter, um, create a Twitter and just follow a couple people. Follow me, Sabo, Nania, maybe a couple other people and engage there. It's definitely the easiest place to engage. So another zone run, really typical. Presses the open field. Again, what does he say? Two guys outside. Inside, what's open? This is open. Might look skinny, but it's open, much more open than the outside. So he hits it up the field. Now, what does he say? Again, angles. He's working hard at an angle down, down, uh, down towards him. So his momentum's taking him to the outside uh, shoulder of Carter. So if he were to bounce outside, then you're working towards uh, with this guy's momentum. So you want to press up, cut underneath of him. What does he do? Press up, widen. To, to cut, obviously, if it's if it's too shallow, you're not going to be able to cut off of it. You want to widen to work off that instep, work off the instep, open his foot. You can see his foot opening right here. Inside, jukes him. Now, again, what does he see? One, he has to avoid the ref. The, the, honestly, if the ref wasn't there, he might have just cut off field right here. But the ref's there, so uh, he kind of has to adjust on the fly. Now, similar thing sees this defender working over the top. And even though he's inside, like really far inside, he, he, he could have probably just cut completely up the field over here, up the hash. I'm going to outran him. But um, he sees his guy outside of him. He sees this guy working over the top, so he's just going to cut underneath it again. Two guys in a row. Bang, bang. Broken ankles. We'll watch it again really quickly. It's fun to watch ankles get broken. One. Two. <laughs> it's nice. Last play before I get to the strengths and weaknesses and then close out and then – uh. Elijah Vera Tucker in about a week's time. Um, these guys are taking about a week because they're a little bit longer. Uh, the guys like the Sherwoods, Eccles, or whatever, well, well, I could do them probably every other couple of days because they're a little bit shorter. Um, and they're already prepared. Or most – no, that's not true. Uh, some of the other guys, like Rankins is prepared. Rankins I might have to do too. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll just do like a marathon three, four-hour one. You could break it up. But um, time is of the essence right now. So Carter, nice run for the last run. Another like full pin and pull where it's like opposite zone rules, play side, play side. You're in a down, down. So these guys are going to pull if they're not, if they're not, um, if they have a guy on their play side like that, play side gap. 
So you work down to guys instead of towards guys on pin and pulls. So it's a full pin and pull. Again, lets his blocks develop, lets his blocks develop outside. Where is the bubble? Here's the bubble. Hit it. Works towards it open field. Now, again, evaluate an open field. Guy working over the top. Guy working over the top. Your guy has that outside leverage. What is he going to do? Ooh. Yeah, I like that setup for sure. Okay, so um, for him to cut all the way outside right here, he'd really widen it. Um, and you want to just take you, you want to take what's there at, at, at a certain point. So you don't want to cut so far outside this and get and then get hit from backside pursuit. Um, so he cuts outside, kind of makes this guy speed turn, and then works back upfield to work in his blind spot. He comes back over the top and then works outside again. I like this. It's just that's some creativity in the second level. That's all that is. Outside, hold that guy inside. Make that other guy work out. Work the out. Make the outside guy work inside. Cut outside. Stiff arm, spin around it, and then uh, gets to the nine, eight, nine yard line. So that's all the quarter film. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to do the uh, strength and weaknesses really quickly. Again, and I want to leave this towards the end so our subscribers, you know, get that that extra content. Like some some, you know, you have to make it obviously. You have to make it valuable for our subscribers to subscribe. Like what the, you have to get something that other people aren't getting. So right now it's just the subscribers listening. Um, and here are the full strengths and weaknesses again, stay tuned. I have some really, really exciting stuff coming for the site. That's for sure. Um, strengths, uh, strengths, underrated power, good overall and pass game, change of directions, tough runner. And a lot of stuff you will see that you saw through this, re this review, a uh, good fit for outside zone zone in general, uh, naturally short, uh, short strides and center of gravity leverage. Um, drives legs through contact, good production in both gap and zone schemes, high knees through holes in traffic, uh, route running, uh, in parentheses, they put gets on toes, foot fire, short strides and breaks well. Um, can stack cuts together, which is really important for running back. Soft hands, good at lessening load on near foot to maintain balance, contact balance, uh, doesn't hit holes too early, um, sets up holes by pressing. We showed a lot of that. Patient, and I put in parentheses mostly. Um, active and pass protection, willing blocker with solid technique, runs low. Um, good bend and flexibility show that a couple times, uh, zero fumbles lost in two seasons, uh, quick cutter, uh, thick trunk and then weaknesses. It wasn't a, a whole big list of them, but they're definitely, we definitely saw them in this review, avoiding tacklers who quickly full, uh, fill gaps, creativity behind line of scrimmage, some lack of feel for run lane, um, can, uh, bounce runs too often. That's more when it's working to the outside where he can run inside. That's more to the outside. It's not just, it's not bouncing inside zone or mid zone um, inside. It's more outside to outside. Um, flashes inconsistent vision, um, breaks more arm tackles and tackles where defenders are squared up. You saw that average long speed and wasn't as consistent making tacklers miss as he worked horizontally, which I kind of just said. So that's the full list of strengths and weaknesses. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed the review. I'll be back. Um, make sure to set your calendars for what's like, like June 7th or June 6th is the first Monday of that month. I believe I think it's June 7th. Um, so make sure you're there myself and Kyle Smith, uh, 6 PM, um, on the YouTube channel. Appreciate everybody subscribe. I'll see you soon.